This is Kurt. And this is Tracy. And this is the MFG Cast. everybody boys and girls children of all ages non-binaries welcome to our table and welcome to the mfg cast they're at our table yeah we're at our table so welcome to our table as we talk about board game goodness another board game edition of the mfg cast we're gonna continue our letter alphabet game and this time we're gonna continue with g lots of g games in our collection and we'll talk about which one we picked but before that let's get into what we've been playing recently do you want to say that one again yep but before that let's get into what we've been playing recently i don't know if me and you have really played anything together recently that we should talk about have we uh we played you can say it because i keep saying the title wrong I don't know what you're talking about, otherwise uh, I would. We talked about it on the last game episode with the Tiny Games, and we've played it a couple more times oh, since. Oh, yeah, it's... Um, Awahami? Ohanami. Oh, see? <laughs> I call it Atamami, Atamami? <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. I don't call it by the right name. I don't call it by the right name, but... We have been playing that yeah. because we really enjoy it, and I'm really glad that we brought that to the table. Yeah, that was fun since to play we that. had the our episode. Yeah, for sure. And then I think I actually pulled out the win for once, which was nice. Uh, you did. Yeah. And you stood up and you gave a speech. I sure did. I was like, "Thank you to everyone," and the dog yawned, and we got. I fell asleep, yep, and Logan booed him. Mm-hmm. True, but yeah, that was fun to get to the table again. Uh, so I won't go too much into that because we talked about that last week. Um, but I was able to play a couple of... We didn't talk about last week. Last time. Oh, last time. Whatever. I don't know if you need to Doesn't matter. Okay. No. Okay, good. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, also, I was able to play a couple of games online through Tabletop Simulator with John Haremza from Legends of Tabletop. The MFG cast is a proud partner of the Legends of Tabletop network. Ooh, good plug. Yeah, I'm a good plugger. That sounds terrible. Ew, no, Never mind. take that out. <laughs> no, I'm leaving it in. Ew. Oh, but I'm phrasing. It's not that anyway, kind of terrible. podcast. It is not that kind of podcast. Anyway, uh, we were able to play a couple of games online, which was kind of cool. We were able to play Lords of Waterdeep, which we haven't played in so long, it feels like. I think probably the last time we played it was when we played it on Tabletop Simulator with John. With John, yeah, and that's pretty basically what he said. He's like, the last time I played this game is with you. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's again, it's probably my number one or number two top 
of the top my top favorite games however i want to say that apparently the tippity, i can't say that the tippity top of your games that's right but uh yeah i really like it it's just uh why can't i think of what it is it's uh D based just sucks you in uh resource collection game where you're trying to complete quest and you do that through you know placing your guys getting or placing yeah placing your meeples getting certain they call them characters to help you out like you've got your mages and you've got your warriors and you've got your rogues and you've got your clerics and then you put complete quests that way but you also can do intrigue cards you also build buildings to help you get different things that way you can get coins to help you that way also but yeah it's just again it's one of those games that every time i get to the table i love it yes, so it wasn't fun to play that again um another game that i was able to get well we didn't get to the table we got to the online table <laughs> uh, well, there's a table online yeah that's true that's why i said online table Another game I was able to play with John, I played this once before and played it again and came a little bit closer to winning this time. I feel like when it comes to abstract games, I am not as good as other people are with them, but I was able to play Samurai from Fantasy Flight Games, uh, designer Reiner Knizia, oh, artist that's a friend. Fantasy Flight game? It is. Well, oh. I think it's been, I think it's been re-implemented re because the game that we played on Tabletop Simulator, it looks like like older oh. like even older than this when this game came out was like 98 it's one of those games where you are in medieval japan and you're trying to ga gain favor of the three factions which are samurai peasants and priest by which are represented by helmets rice patties and buddhas and basically you're trying to get certain numbers by placing your tiles around in certain parts and then once you surround an area, as far as influence goes, between your samurai and using your actual tiles that have the helmets, rice patties, and sam and uh, buddhas, sorry, then you know you try to collect these little tokens that you have, like of what I just said, the hi hats, buddhas, and rice patties. And then the game ends when either you get one, or if you get a collection of all of one of a certain faction which are the buddha again buddha's rice patties and helmets the game is over that way or until one person runs out of tiles then the game immediately stops you count up and the win condition is the person that has the most influence out of two out of the three factions wins the game and i feel like when it comes to abstract games for some reason i'm good at it but I'm not as good as I'd like to be. I feel like I'm more of a reactionary player. I just kind of play as I go. And I don't do as much of a, like, sit there and think like other people do. Like, I think John and Tra even you, Tracy, are really good at, like, sitting there really crunching everything where I'm just like, I'll play this here! You know, that kind of thing. But uh, it was it was a closer game than so how did the first it, time I played it. How did, what was the end game condition? End game condition? Like, how did it, what triggered the end on this game? Like, on this one, it was, I ended up getting all the Buddhas at the end, so that oh. triggered the end. Okay. And uh, fortunately or fortunately for me, I had a bunch of Buddhas, but unfortunately for me, I didn't have the more influence in the other faction that I had, which were the Helmets. So technically, John had the more influence in the Rice Patties and Helmets, so he was actually able to win the game, even though I, had, I think I had almost all the buddhas maybe even all of them 
So it was kind of depressing, but hey, it's just the way things go, and it was nice to be able to play it, and maybe next time I'll be able to have a little bit better strategy on it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. So that's what we got to the table recently. Uh, let's get into our alphabet. What did we pick for our alphabet? Or wait, actually, before we do that, let's talk about some G games that we actually have. Oh, gosh. Tracy, I have See a list here. Why don't, you, why don't you tell the people what G games we have in our collection? I would love to. We have the game of life. Do we still have that game? Uh, I don't think we do. <laughs> Or maybe Logan has it upstairs, maybe. maybe. we have it upstairs. Yeah, because Logan okay. has a few in his room. We have Game of Thrones, the card game. Yep, that's a fun one. Garbage Day. Ooh, that's like probably my second favorite dexterity game. But then it says Garbage Day Limited Edition. So I think we don't have two copies, but I think we have the one with the silver trash can. And the, the smell expansion or something like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. So I take back my first statement of just garbage day. <laughs> we have the limited edition. Yeah. We have Ghostbusters Protect the Barrier game. Ooh, that's a fun game too. Ghostal, which is a family favorite. If you've never played that game, that's a game by Tinkerbot Games. And they're good friends of the MFG cast. And you should check out that game. It's really fun. You hire, not you don't hire, your ghost bops around a hotel and scares guests based on what they're scared of. You use your scare tactics to scare the guests out of the game or out of the game, (laughs) scare the guests out of the, their rooms, um, for points. Yeah. And And there's like other things that you do too, but yeah. And I'll do a quick little plug for them right now. For international, for their international um, buyers, if you're overseas in Europe, they actually have a sale right now for the month of October because of it being closer to Halloween. They have a discount. So go to TinkerbotGames.com, I think it is what it is, or just look up Tinkerbot Games and uh, look up Coastal. Because it's spooky. And it's a, actually a very awesome game. Yeah, I the art is really fun. and love it. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know why I had it over and over. <laughs> the is like, really fun, so, uh, what, yeah. so whatever. Yeah, just whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, we have the game Gloom, mm-hmm. which maybe that's one that we'll talk about. Um, that is a tiny game that is in our tiny box, or, or tiny... Uh, our tiny shelf of games. Yeah, I games. couldn't think of a word. <laughs> our tiny shelf of games um, collection. We actually took it out, but we never actually played it yet. Yep. Um, that it is by a publisher that is right next door in another state from us, Atlas Games. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we have Gloom. <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was wrong. <laughs> so that that's where my okay came from. Nice. Boy, maybe I shouldn't record today. We have Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion, which is sitting on our shelf right now in all its glory of its um, plastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's cool. So for those of you who have played it, you'll have to just tell us how great it is because we haven't tried it yet. Mm-hmm. Or have we? Are we going to talk about it today? Boy, that they're not going to believe me. <laughs> we have Gnoming Around, and that is a card game, a small... Um, game by Grandpa Bex Games. Grandpa Bex Games. Boy, I lost that. Go Nuts for Donuts. God's Forge, which is one of our favorites. Yep. Gold West. 
Garinto, El Grande Big Box. I'm assuming that one is, is that considered a G game or no? Apparently it is. <laughs> oh, it is. Yep, because I'm going to keep going. La Granja. Which, again, has, I suppose because L and La are, are the. It would be the, yep. So I suppose that's why they're under G. Yep, the Grim Forest. Boy, we have a lot of G games. Mm-hmm. Guess who? If we still have that one. Yep. Upstairs, maybe. Guillotine. And that's a, like a nice um, oldie game that we've had in our collection yeah. for a long time. Yeah, it's a f- fun little game. Wow, 1998 on that one. Yep. Wow. Okay, so for G games, holy smokes. We yeah, have we a lot of G games. A lot more than I thought we would. Yeah, I would not have been able to haul those out um, of my door. pocket to be able to tell you. Yeah. So out of these G games, Kurt, what are we going to talk about today? Yeah, we're going to be talking about Garinto by Grand Gamers Guild. Uh, designed by Richard Yanner, and artist is F- Josh Capel. Where were you going? I was going to say friend of the show, because we've actually talked to Josh before, but we haven't talked to Josh for a long time. But it would be nice to get him back on. Mm-hmm. Him and Helena from... Kids Table Game. Kids. Or Kids Table and... Right? Yep. And uh, they have a sister company called... Burnt Island Games. Burnt I Island did it. Games. You did I'm it. passing this quiz today. <laughs> you Man, are. My, if you could smell that smoke through this microphone. <laughs> Wee-ha. So I think part of the reason, well, we picked this game a long time ago. Yeah. But part of the reason why I believe we picked this game was we've, we hadn't played it yet. Yep. So not all of the games in the alphabet that we've picked were ones that we've not played before. But we've been trying to incorporate games that we've played and games that we've not brought to the table yet. And this was one game that Kurt had his eye on and wanted to try it. And we had ordered it, I don't know, through Miniature Market or something like that. And um, so we decided to bring Garinto to Gorinto. I felt like I had to say that again. Hmm. Um, to the table to check it out. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about it. Sure. So basically, in Garinto, you are uh, well. Let's talk about what a Garinto is. A Garinto. Oh, I don't even know. Is a type of Japanese pagoda oh, of the I five don't. elements: earth, water, fire, air, and void. And in this game, it's an abstract game where you are trying to use these tiles to move on the board, and then you collect tiles for your little pagoda, basically. Um, using those elements, and then depending upon which color it is, there's a certain way that you actually collect those tiles. Yeah, a certain pattern. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what are some examples of, like, how you would collect something? Based on... Forgive me, because I'm not going to say, like, what element it is, but um, if you move one of the elements from the outer edge of the board into the main play, you could collect one of each of the tiles from a specific row or you could collect a tile from a column or for each of the tiles from the column or you could collect tiles that are adjacent or underneath wherever you decide to place that tile Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of different varieties depending on what type of element it is so i think like fire maybe you collect uh, I think that one is based on column. 
Yeah, that's the orange one, correct? Yes. Yep, so that one's basically the column, yep. So if you decide to move that one from the outer edge and place it on the game board and you place it on top of one of the elements, you can, on that column, take four of the other tiles. But it can only be, if they're available, and it can only be one one of these tiles from each of these spaces in that column. So you can't take, let's say there's four tiles on one spot. You can't take all four of those. You can only take one from one spot, one from another, Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. And then you put it on your um, specific game board. Yep, yep. And it's a five by five grid. And like like, uh, Trace and I were kind of talking about, depending upon the availability of the tiles that are on the board, then you'd actually take those and put those on your Garinto, and uh, you would actually score each round depending upon certain things. So, like, you've got the two, like, round goals, They're basically. Goals, yep. yep, yep. And, you know, each round it will say something like, okay, whatever your tallest one is, you're going to score that many points for your tallest element or however many tiles you have in an element. So if you have water and you have, like, six of them, you score six points there. Uh, another one, what's another example? They call it... Instead of points, they call it wisdom. Wisdom, nice. I believe. Um, but we felt like referring to it as points and instead of wisdom and referring to them as tiles instead of, I think, understanding. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, because it, even reading it for us, I mean, it made sense after the fact. But, I mean, if you're translating it, it made more sense to kind of explain the game by talking t- talking to you about it when you can't see it as points mm-hmm. and tiles versus understanding wisdom. Yeah. Because sure. they're going for that more um, elements, understanding wisdom, pagoda, you know, that kind of thing, more of that abstract type game. Yeah. But it would get really confusing, I think, if we referred to it as that. Yeah, exactly. But, Sorry, um, I kind of went off on it. No, it's okay. But, you know, as you're scoring the points during the rounds, you're actually playing four seasons, and obviously because there's four seasons in a year, and um, you're scoring the points that way depending upon what you get. But also at the end of the game, you're actually scoring for a different, for two different elements during the game too. So like one of them could be like the water token and one of them could be the earth token. So it's like depending upon however many of those you have, you're going to get, usually I think it's two points Per color tile there. Yeah, and those are all the goals and the elements are drawn randomly at the beginning of the game. And then they're placed out on the the scoring track at the beginning of the game. So everybody knows it's not a secret and everyone's playing for the same thing. Yeah. So we're all matching the goals at the end of each round. And then the element score at the end of the game. And what's kind of cool about like going from round to round too is that the only thing that you're refilling after you're done with a round going into the next round is you're filling the outside of the board where those tiles you pick where they're going to go and how you're going to play the game. Nothing in the middle in that 5x5 five five grid after you set it up. And there's different setups for each game too. Like You're never refilling that up. It stays where it's at. So if there are some tiles missing and there's not even a spot for a tile, you have to kind of play the game as you go. And this is a two to four player game. So like as you get into those three and four player games, there's going to be less stuff out there Mm -hmm. towards the end of the game. So you really have to maximize your turns. Yeah. So you could 
You could place one and only decide that you're going to place it there and collect one tile or yep. two when you had the advantage in one of the other seasons to be able to collect four. For sure. Well, even in this last time we played, it was we played a two-player game with me and you, but then we played with Logan this last time. And my last turn, I took no tile. Because <laughs> I, I was like, if I take a tile here, if I, if I can't maximize my turn, which I couldn't, I was like... Taking a tile right now would screw up my points, and I would get less points. So I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to be like, okay, I took my move. The game is over or whatever. Yeah. So I don't think we talked about what triggers the end of that round or that season, and that is when you get the tiles that are around the path or the game board at the end. Not the end. Um, around the game board, um, when they're below the player count is when that last person takes their turn. So it all ends up evening out. So in the next round, then the person with the lowest score is the one that would start the next turn. And then it goes so on and so forth. So you may have somebody start and they may not get a turn again. Or not everybody gets the turns, but it seems to even out. It does. It's weird. They planned it out well. I wouldn't have thought that it would. Yeah, you wouldn't think, but again... People just, people know what they're doing and they wouldn't have probably come out with this game if they wouldn't have known that that would have happened. Why are people so smart? I know, I know. Oh, Richard Yanner, why are you so smart? Uh, So, it's, uh, yeah. I think the first time we played this game, I didn't know what to think. I didn't really, I wasn't really feeling it. I don't know. Maybe it was the two-player game. Maybe it was it's my first. It was my first time playing it. I don't know. Um, the second time, I I liked it a little bit more. Um, I don't know. I'm, I I kind of wonder if this game has the. I'm not trying to think of a negative, but it's like I don't know if this has the. Uh, if I give this a negative because I feel like it's got kind of a runaway leader because even with the player in last being able to go first in the next round i don't i don't know i feel like that's the one thing i had for the two games that i played is i feel like i was playing from behind the whole time but again maybe that's just because i was playing it wrong and i wasn't maximizing my turns i don't know i'm not i'm I'm sorry i don't i don't want i have to interrupt for a second and i'm not saying whatever i'm (laughs) I'm not saying that this is a bad game in the least. I'm just saying that it left a sour taste in my mouth from my experience. And I don't know if it's just because the way I played it. Sorry. So we only played it, what, one time as a two-player game? Or did we play it twice? Uh, I think we ended up I think we ended up playing it again. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I don't know. Well, no. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. It was just the two times. Yeah, because you really didn't like it. And then we thought, well, let's play it again as a three-player game. And I liked it as a three-player game. I did feel like Logan was kind of running away with it today because he beat he beat us. However, I think he beat us not because of the... He was trying to get... He beat us because of the goals. Yeah. And I was... I think it depends on how you're playing. Because for me, I wasn't paying close enough attention to the goals because one of our goals was you score the amount of points in each of your element stacks if they are the same height. And he was making all of his element stacks the same height. 
So if he had fire and void and earth all at five points, he was scoring 15 points each round, which it would take him a bit to get to to that score. But, I mean, he could potentially score 30 points in two of the seasons. Plus, if his other two elements matched, he would score points for that too. So he was scoring high for those. And then one of our other goals, I think, was three points for um, whoever had the tallest element of that type or something like that. So um, he got a couple of those, but I think that he was really playing off the goals and you and I might have tried to collect more points. Maybe I'm going to speak for both of us. I guess I don't know why. (laughs) Maybe trying to score off of like the two elements that were at the end. Yeah. um, Which was wind and earth or something like that. Or wind and water, or I don't know. Yeah, it was wind and water. Who cares what it was, I guess? Who cares? Um, But I wasn't really trying to... I was just playing. Yeah. Like, and I was trying to even out my stacks, and then I screwed up, and then, you know, whatever. It is what it is. He did end up being a runaway. Like, I thought he was going to lap me. (laughs) Which is kind of not normal for me, so I probably wasn't in the right headspace to play it. Yeah, but um, because yeah, I was actually closer to him than you, which was you very not like. Yeah, I like came in last place at the end. Yeah, but I actually liked it more this time playing it. But I don't know if that's because of three player or if it's because I was ready to play it. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. it's all about wanting to do it and having the attitude to want to play it. Yeah, and having that open mind versus being like, uh, I'm not going to like this. And I didn't know anything about this game. Yeah. It was nothing like, well, I maybe could have made a guess on it, but I it was nothing like what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'd like to play it again as a two-player just to see how we feel about it. Yeah, I think so too. I, I actually do think I liked it more as a three-player too. I feel like it's kind of cool because like things start to run out, so it's like, oh crap, I really have to really focus on you know what these goals are. Yeah, how can like I that. maximize? Yep, yep. And get sure. the most tiles so that I can get more points and stuff. Yeah, for sure. And I'd like to see how he plays it with different goals. Yeah, for sure. Too. Yeah, he's really good at abstract games, which is interesting. Dang. He's really. Well, he is my child. He is. Because I mean, normally. Thank I God he's not mine. <laughs> uh, yeah, kidding. he is. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. I mean, thank God he doesn't play like I do. Luckily, <laughs> luckily he plays smarter than I. But um, no, again, I don't. I don't think it's a bad game. I actually think it's uh, actually a decent game. It's just I just not what you expected. Not what I. I don't know. I don't think it's even that. I think it's maybe it's more that maybe it's more about me. Maybe I'm just more disappointed in the way I play it than the way the game is itself. But we'll have to see. Uh, also, I'm wrong. I didn't realize that this is a you can play this one player too. So you could play it solo. So mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how that would shape out. Like how you could yeah. How do you play this one solo? Yeah, it'd be interesting. I'm sure you have to maximize your points that way too. I do like the fact that they give you different like maps or patterns that you can lay out the game board. Yep. So that you don't have to be so thoughtful in how you want to lay out your tiles. Yeah. Which is really cool. So we played with a different um, setup 
today too. That was really cool. Mm -hmm. So, but again, I don't think we talked about this, but when you place the tiles on the board to start the game, everything's randomly drawn from the bag. So you don't know how everything's going to be placed on top of each other or around the outer edges. And then whatever's left on the outer edge when you're going to move into the next season actually doesn't go back in the board, but it go or in the bag, excuse me, but it goes out of the game. Yeah. So you're not like reusing those pieces. So you're really out of luck. So if you're hoping that maybe that void element will play somewhere else later on the game, it better be in the bag or you're not going to be using it. Yeah. Well, that three player game, I can't remember it was the third or the fourth round but we had a lot of earth tokens around the around the board i was like whoa well we don't have really have much of a choice so it like you really had to maximize that because it's like okay if you don't have very much that you can grab from underneath that earth tile then you're not you know might not maximize those points so right yeah there were a lot that's why i made sure i used them right away yeah because i think i started as first player on that round yeah so but. So yeah, it was good to get at the table though, and it'd be yeah. interesting to play it more. It, I don't think it's one of those that's going to be out of our collection. I feel like it's something that we are going to continue to play and just and see how the strategies change and stuff like that. And again, I'd like to play this solo just to see how the solo kind of shakes it up. So. Yeah, and I like the look of it, like the colors and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Josh did a good, good um, job doing that, mm-hmm. like picking all of that. Like, it's pleasant. For sure. To the eyes. Mm-hmm. All the colors that I would have liked to see or would have imagined for this type of game. Yeah, for sure. So, have you ever... Have you played Garinto? Do you like it? Do you dislike it? How many player counts have you played? Have you played it solo? Let us know. At MFGCast on Twitter. At Mrs. Aug on Twitter. You can also follow our deets on Instagram. I'm at KT Omular. You're at Tracy Amuler. That's A-U-M-U-E-L-L-E-R. What else we got? I'm on TikTok at MFGCast. Just posted a new video recently. Uh, so go check that out. I've only got three videos right now, but I'm trying to get better at that because, you know, that's what the kids are watching. And then... Don't, a- don't ask me what mine is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm on the TikTok too. Have you done any videos yet? No. <laughs> Nope. And then uh, Tracy actually has a Etsy shop. So if you want to buy some cool polyhedral dice or D6s or some D20 necklaces or some dominoes, she's been doing a lot of awesome resin work. So go to Etsy and check out Midwest Resin Geek. Lots of good stuff there. (laughs) Tracy's got a face like, I can't believe you're talking about it. I am. She's, I've been dreaming about it. She's been dreaming about it. She's been nervous like about nightmares. it. Like nightmares. But it's all good stuff. It's actually, it all is turning out really good. I have a set of dice to prove it. I've so, got yeah. dice sitting in front of me right now. Yes, you do. You're going to be cleaning it up for some lucky, lucky people. All right. So that's it for this episode of the MFG Cast. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm Kurt. And I'm Tracy. See you later. Bye-bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.